This is the Finding Fins Fishing Podcast. How much direction are you getting from the governor? It generates something like two point four billion dollars. I don't know. Maybe you didn't want me to tell the story on the show, but I'm going to tell it anyway. I, I knew you were going to go there. Walleyes relating to deep mud, where there's schools of bait fish. Today's show is brought to you by Lake of the Woods Tourism. Plan your trip to Lake of the Woods at lakeofthewoodsmn.com. The Finding Fins Fishing Podcast is part of the Sporting Journal Radio family, where our mission is to hunt, fish, conserve, and do it all over again. Show off your pride for the outdoors with new gear from the Sporting Journal Radio store. Go to sportingjournalradio.com, click on store, and browse our selection of hoodies, hats, mugs, and more at sportingjournalradio.com. So tell me who you are and what you do. Wow, not used to being on this side of the interview. My name is Jenna McEwen, and I am one of many hosts for the TV show, The New Fly Fisher. What is The New Fly Fisher? The New Fly Fisher is a television show that airs on YouTube as well as a few uh, broadcast television networks. Um, and our goal is to not only educate people about different techniques for fly fishing, um, about different species, but also um, showing all the different areas all over Canada, the US, even some more uh, locations abroad that you can fish for incredible species. How did you get, uh, st- how did you start working for that show? I am very fortunate to have grown up in a family where my father is an avid fly angler. So this is actually his show, his company, and again, very fortunate to have had the opportunity to to start working through the company for the show through him, um, and to have learned a lot through my dad and also through all the other Jenna, incredible hosts. the biggest thing I've ever caught in my entire life. <laughs> That's awesome. Hell yeah, brother. Should we should we come over and see it or? Sure. I'm happy for you. So what just happened there? Caitlin just caught a yeah. giant. Caitlin just got. They say keep fishing if you want. Caitlin just got a massive lake trout, and this is her first ever fishing trip, like ever. She's caught a few like small panfish before, but really no angling experience uh, at all for fly fishing. No conventional fishing experience really, and. Uh, Radio just said, she said she's got the biggest fish she's ever seen in her life, so <laughs> it's pretty awesome that that's attainable here at Tazzle Lake Lodge. That's right. Trevor said over the radio we got Moby, and anytime he uses the word Moby, it's a big one. <laughs> There's big fish out here. It's pretty crazy. What do you think of the lake? This is your first time here. What, what did you think when you landed? First off, it, it's really neat that you have this kind of topography. Mm-hmm. It's super unique to this part of Northern Saskatchewan. I've I've worked a lot, I've filmed a lot all over Northern Saskatchewan, all over many of the, the provinces here in Canada, but it's definitely special. You go from super flat to a lot of hills, kind of not, not mountains, but large hills, rolling hills, um, and lots of really neat rock faces. And then of course, with uh, the Athabasca sand dunes, the eskers here in, in this part of the province, it's these giant desert-like sand dunes that, especially when you're coming in on the float plane from Fort McMurray, is super neat to be able to see and experience. Um, very unique to this this part of the province, this part of the country. And then as you come in over over Tazan Lake, I was definitely blown away by how large a body of water this is. Even just looking at it on the maps provided at the lodge, it's not just one 
single lake. There's so many bays and river inflows and then there's the one outflow and and it's expansive and it's, it's really great that there's so many opportunities and so many options to fish for. Uh, one of the guys was saying that you could probably fish here for years and still never cover every part of the lake. And that's that's pretty awesome, that's pretty unique. It's nice though that we're right in the middle. Mm -hmm. so while it's a big body of water, 25 miles long by 10 miles wide, you don't have to sit in the boat for an hour to get somewhere. Oh no. I mean, you could have exceptional fishing 10 minutes from the launch. Yeah. Yeah, so you came out here to fly fish. Obviously, we're trout fishing now. Um, we kind of have to do that a little bit while you're here. But you came here to fly fish and you yes. caught some trout on the fly rod. I did. Is that the first time catching lake trout on a fly rod? Yeah, first time ever catching lake trout generally. Uh, so absolutely first time on a fly rod. And that's pretty awesome. It's a very unique uh, experience is a very unique fight, very different than a lot of other other freshwater species that you'd, you'd fly fish for. Um, I spoke a lot with my dad about, about tips on how to maneuver them with a fly rod before heading up here and I gotta say between him and Trevor I definitely felt prepared, super knowledgeable on how to get them up but it's a really awesome fight, super fun action on a fly rod. The pike fishing has been just out of this world. It's really hard to find the words uh, when it's it's a lot. It's a lot of trophy. A lot, a lot of trophy northern pike. There's a reason I love coming uh, northern pike fishing up in in Saskatchewan, up in northern Saskatchewan, and here at Tazan Lake. Just again, there's 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 no words. How it's many, been phenomenal. How many times did you break your personal best? Twice. Is that the best day of pike fishing you've ever had? Yep. Easily. Watch the show. Watch the show. You won't it's be gonna be a killer. What did you think of the food? The food's spectacular. Oh my gosh. The chef Steve just above and beyond to make sure that you're, he's he's making something that you like and, and making sure the presentation is, is beautiful and you have every condiment you could ever ever wish for and uh, the food the food is spectacular. The desserts are just delicious they're delicious everything everything here has been just really wonderful from the second you step off the float plane uh, to when you meet your guide to when you get in the boat and you're out on the water you feel like family you feel very taken care of and very at home so there's not really more you could ask for in a full service lodge like this so Dan and I have not done a lot of fly fishing okay what what are some tips that you can give us Tips for fly fishing. So when it comes when it comes to casting, watch your back cast. So when you're holding the rod, especially right at the beginning, watch where your line's going. So follow the fly with your eye because one, you don't want to bring your arm too far back because you'll lose all the momentum in your fly rod. So if you're watching where it go goes, as soon as your loop opens, you can start your forward cast. Uh, don't drop your rod tip immediately on your forward cast when you're launching the line. If you drop your rod tip again, you're going to lose a lot of the momentum that you've built up in your cast. Uh, so point it high, and then as soon as it lays out on the water, then you can drop your rod tip. Um, I think it'll depend a lot on the temperature, the water temperature when you guys are when you guys are testing it out. But uh, don't be afraid to try a bunch of different retrieves. It's something that I, I'm not super familiar with spin fishing, so I'm not too sure how it works when you're when you're reeling in on the 
the reel. It's still called a reel, right? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Literally no, no experience really at all with conventional fishing, but uh, when you're stripping in line, uh, especially when you're in a new, a new bay, a new body of water, starting with a slower retrieve, strip, wait a couple seconds, strip, strip, wait a couple seconds, and then working up to a faster retrieve if you're not getting any takes, um, really helps you key into what the fish are what the fish are looking for. It often takes a lot of uh, trial and error exploration when it comes to different flies, uh, different retrieves, that kind of thing, to see what the fish are keyed into. So, I mean, you just, you basically just grew up fly fishing. Yep. You didn't do anything different. I, no, I, I did a lot of, uh, I did some conventional fishing when I was really, really little. My dad and I uh, would go into Quebec and we'd, we'd fish for trout and uh, there weren't really fly rods for kids as far as I'm aware back then. But uh, as I got older and started showing interest in the outdoors and in, in fishing, that's when it was all fly fishing all the time. I'm not even sure my dad has conventional gear in the house. I'm just, I mean, probably somewhere in the garage, but never in my presence. It's all, it's all been about fly fishing, which is definitely unique for, for most people, I would imagine. But again, he's a very passionate angler, and I feel very fortunate to have gotten to share in that with him and, and kind of have that as something we got to do together. Why do you think he liked fly fishing so much better than conventional? Honestly, that's a really good question. I have no idea. I think uh, there is an art to fly fishing, not to say that there isn't to, to fishing with conventional gear, but uh, he's a very artistic person. So you have some special trips where you've gone fly fishing with your dad that really stand out? Or yeah. Some moments? Yeah, there's... It's, it's as, as I've gotten more experienced in and worked for the show longer and, and he's started to maybe take a step back from the, from the filming aspect of, of the company, uh, it's, it, we have less and less opportunities to fish. And again, we're both always so busy in the summer. I'm usually out in the field. He's, he's doing everything back in the office or he's out in the field as well. We don't get really many opportunities to fish together anymore, uh, but... Uh, Feel bumped. Oh, you might have came across bottom a little bit. I don't know. I only have 126 out. We were in 60 feet back there, okay. and I think we're just kind of sneaking through it right now. Okay. Um, but yeah, my, my dad and I don't have too many opportunities anymore to, to fish together, but uh, there's a few trips that stand out in my mind for sure. Uh, we did an episode in Labrador at Big River Camps for salmon, and that was so much fun the salmon the first time the time that my father and i were there together uh, the run was fresh the fish were jumping all around us in the river as we were as we were waiting which was super awesome and then we were fishing for sea run brook trout um, up at this this inlet from the ocean and that was super fun um, and then we went on one of my only uh, for fun pleasure fishing trips uh, around that same time actually at the Hunt River again in Labrador for salmon and that was fun. It's really fun for me to have the opportunity to get to, to, to pleasure fish with my dad and just not be worrying about work, just like focus on our time together. Really as you age and at least in my experience as I age and I watch my parents age, I really value the time I get to spend together with them and again it's really special to me that I have this bond and this shared passion with my dad, and so any time spent out on the water with him is a, an awesome memory for me. 
Is he gonna be jealous that he didn't come with on this trip? Oh yeah, oh yeah. He'd wanted to come, that was actually Trevor. Say that again, though? Yeah. My dad actually, uh, it was either going to be him or one of our other hosts, my dad's business partner, Mark Melnick, who were going to come up here, and I don't know how in the grand scheme of things it ended up being me. I'm very thankful for that opportunity, but he's definitely going to be jealous. I've been uh, texting him the size of some of these trophy pike I've caught and some of these photos, and he's over the moon for the show, but definitely, definitely jealous. <laughs> so you guys are based in Ottawa? Yes. And how far and wide do you travel for the show? Oh man, I actually was just in Chilean Patagonia in wow. end of April, beginning of May, um, doing some work down there for some future future episodes, some other content we create, uh, which was super awesome. I know other hosts in the past. I've done the Bahamas, Nicaragua, um, some of those saltwater saltwater fly fishing opportunities, and then we filmed all the way across Canada, most of the provinces and territories, and then uh, we do a lot in the U.S. as well. So the western U.S. is in Idaho, Wyoming, Colorado, Utah. Um, we've done some episodes in Pennsylvania, in Maine, Vermont, um, really all over. It, it, it varies year to year, and each year there's a new exciting fishing opportunity somewhere. So it's, it's a pretty cool, it's a pretty cool setup. So for somebody that's going to come up, or maybe for me and Dan that are going to fly fish here on Taz, and what, what kind of gear should we be using? Uh, you're going to want to come prepared with a heavier rod. So a 9 or a 10 uh, weight rod in 9 foot length. These fish are very strong, so you don't want to go any lighter than that. And then what I would suggest, especially um, at this time of year, is coming with a variety of different fly lines. So everything from a floating line to a full sink and probably an intermediate as well just so that you can really key into wherever the fish are feeding and again have the opportunity to go for, for lake trout on the fly if you look if that's what they're looking for um, get you really right down to the bottom where they might be might be feeding and then of course a variety of flies what i found works really well on this trip is uh, streamers uh, matching the bait fish in the area and then I've had a lot of success with whistlers as well and of course you're, you're gonna want to throw in a couple topwater flies because if the if, if the weather's right if the conditions are right that's just awesome did you do some topwater stuff oh yeah I I got my first trophy pike on a topwater oh, it was, it's pretty sweet <laughs> well we appreciate you guys coming yeah appreciate you having us here it's been awesome it's been a pleasure meeting you guys as well and seeing the the work behind Taz and TV. This has been the Finding Fins Fishing Podcast, part of the Sporting Journal Radio family. Subscribe wherever you get podcasts or go to FindingFins.com and make sure to like our sponsors. Northern Minnesota's Walleye Factory is a year-round world-class fishing destination. The perfect getaway this summer is just a short drive to Lake of the Woods. Fish Big Traverse Bay, the Rainy River, or visit the unique Northwest Angle. To catch big fish, you have to go where the big fish are. Plan your trip to Lake of the Woods at lakeofthewoodsmn.com. That's lakeofthewoodsmn.com.